and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am your humble shepherd through the valley of consciousness, a mere mortal man simply enjoying this thing we call life, and somebody who is so excited to come to you live from his home studio on another day to simply say, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. And on today's episode, we have a very important thing to talk about, but I'd like to start with a quick update that I have officially broke the fast and have consumed food. I broke it yesterday about 5 p.m., I'd say, and so it was a total of over 90-something hours of no food, four to five days, basically. And within that time, I've experienced a plethora amount of things, and I wanted to give you the most interesting of all of them from the start to finish. And so when you first break a fast, I highly recommend you only do fruits, vegetables, uh, mostly liquids if possible, and smoothies. And what I did was a fruit smoothie with a lot of different good stuff within it, different mineral bases, all this stuff. And... When you first eat, and I went to a local farm, which is one of my favorites. I love the people who own it. Shout out to Javier. The place is amazing. And they had a huge box of strawberries from me. And when I tell you, these strawberries looked like they were gifted to me from God itself and given to me for the accomplishments I made and for giving up food for an elongated amount of time, I was given something that I cherish and love so much. And if you asked me what my favorite fruit in the world is, it's strawberries right next to apples. They're my two favorites. And what was so amazing is when I picked up these strawberries and as I was driving to the studios, an hour drive, the entire car was consumed and filled with the aroma of these freshly picked strawberries from ground to my car. Incredible, right? And as I got to work, set up in the studio, was making the smoothie, the first thing that I put to my palate, chewed and swallow, was a strawberry. And when I tell you it was close to bringing a grown man to tears, it was one of the most euphoric, tranquil, and absolutely out-of-body experiences I can ever mention. Because once you pass such a long period of time without food, your body is no longer in the state of hunger anymore. I was no longer hungry at this point. And that's what's so incredible is knowing that you've pushed through that barrier. The body is no longer worried or consuming or wanting anything. So it moves on and starts cleaning your own body and eating dead cells and etc. And when I ate that strawberry... It almost blew up in my mouth, and it was that incredible. And I almost, like I said, I I sat there for a second and kind of teared up. It was, (laughs) it sounds crazy, I know, but just think of it as the ultimate payoff for your hard work. And it was sensational. Drank the smoothie. It was so bomb. And I literally had to use the restroom 30 minutes later, and it wasn't like I was blowing out of my behind. I wasn't pissing out of my butt. It was some of the most disgusting stuff that came out of me. Just think of anal beads, right? This cord, this long, mucousy, just toxic cord filled with these orbs of just, I don't know what, came out of me. And when I looked in the toilet after I pushed all that out of me from my digestive system and my intestinal tract basically cleaning itself from the five days, I can only imagine what else will come out after a longer fast. And I know for a fact that's what's killing people. That stuff that literally never leaves your body and sit there and seeps into the lining of your intestinal tract and toxifies your blood. It literally 
creates so much bacteria in a toxic environment, it's no wonder why nobody is themselves. It's no wonder why nobody can think or sleep or even have a deductive reasoning or processing anything that's outside of their consciousness. It's insane to me that that literally would only come out when I stopped eating food. And there's no other way that would come out. Literally, no other way. You have to literally ingest zero calories so your body cleans itself. That's incredible, and it was one of the most disgusting things I've seen, and I literally felt it coming out of me in a weird way. It, disgusting is all I'm going to say, and it's only ever happened that way every time I fast. It's incredible. And so my whole body now has been like, it was so tired yesterday because of everything I was going through, the whole transition with eating again and etc. And today, I woke up feeling pretty good. I worked out today. And when I worked out today, my body is crazy. Like I lost, I think, eight, nine pounds from just losing all of the inflammation in my body, everything going down. And I feel amazing now. Like I, I literally have a new leap on life. I went to eat food with my mother and my sister today. We took them to this beautiful place out in Orange County called Seabird's Kitchen in the lab. It's a beautiful place. The food was sensational. I ate so much. I'm eating a fruit salad right now. It's it's just amazing to know that we really take food for granted. And in a world where we're so disconnected from ourselves and nature around us and being part of the organism that we are all a part of that gave us birth here, entity of source creation with lives within every fiber of everything, we're disconnected from all of it. And to simply see how so many of us really don't even understand why food is so important and the things we put in our body and how prevalently focused we need to be on all of that, I keep being shocked by what my body keeps learning from every step of this way. And I'm so thankful for everything that I've been able to do. And I'm so thankful that even you have the decency inside of you to listen to all of this and even ponder yourself doing a fast. And if I could ever recommend it, I would say it is the most incredible thing. I cannot wait till next month. I'm going to do an even longer fast for sure. Seven days, if not more this time. And it's just, this is how it's going to be. I'm not worried about being the biggest, buffest guy anymore. I want to be a true embodiment of health. And I have a hard time thinking my body won't look as good as I feel inside. So just had to recap. Since you guys have been here for the entirety of the fast, it is totally complete now. And I feel sensational. And it's one of the most incredible healing things you can do. If you're ever feeling sick, not well, not right, heads off, whatever it may be, just stop eating for a while. And I have a hard time thinking you won't feel better. So today's topic, I wanted to talk about something that we all go through throughout every part of our life. We go through multitude of these and in so many different ways, sometimes it happens so fast, yet it takes so long. Sometimes it's one of the most prevalent things that just come across nowhere that we're so shocked and captivated by it because it does such a distinguished role in pivoting us from our perspective as not only our reality, but the entirety of our focus and what we truly yearn for as individuals and the things we truly value, including the people around us and what we truly see everything as. Today's topic is simply coming of age. And it's such a beautiful thing to say. Because when I think about everything I've been through in my life, and all the moments I've truly come of age, it's not just a one-time thing, which most people would think. Because most people, if you look at Webster's or whatever it is, the modern terminology or translation of whatever it is, when you think of coming of age, you probably think of it more as like a type of moment where you start to grow up and you start to mature, mature, 
and you start to become a man or a woman, and so you grow in certain ways. Your values and morals, hopefully are distilled since birth, start to develop more and adapt, and your, your frequency starts to elevate. Your frontal lobe starts to develop when you're around 25 in most men, and it's kind of crazy to think that we really thought of it just as a one-time experience, yet I think it has so many experiences within it, and it's not just a one-time coming of age, I think it's a multitude. And I think, again, for my own self, I can name you about four pivotal times in my life that I've came of age to a new perspective, a new chapter, a new reality, and a new perspective of where I am. And that's why I wanted to talk about it with you tonight. I think it's kind of almost an indecency to ourselves that we're not truly focused on the things in front of us that lay right in front of us. We're always so focused through our family, our friends, our schooling, society. We're always so focused on the future. And I mean quite literally always, or we're depressed and looking to the past. Anxiety comes because we're too, I guess you could say, interested and involved in the future. And depression comes and all of this just downward feeling and resentment and whatever it is because we're looking too far behind us. But true happiness is present. Being right here, right now, is the most important thing you could possibly do to be a part of this life. And that's one of the biggest coming-of-age moments I've experienced in a multitude of ways. That's just one of them. I'm going to name most of them for you tonight, and hopefully it helps you see it with your own, too, right? When I started to really understand the values of being a part of now and being present in this exact moment, that's when I started to truly open myself up to what I was and what I loved, and what I yearned for, the things that I looked forward to, and of course, the properties of my own inconsistencies that were finally brought to light. And that's what was so incredible, is I was always so focused on where I was supposed to be. My five-year plan, my 10-year plan. What was I gonna do next? What was I doing out of high school? Where did I wanna go for college? What did I wanna do for this? What did I plan to do for this job? Where was I planning to move out? It's just so many things that really have no prevalent value on now and that's what's so interesting is because can you truly live now if you're always focused on the future I think it's impossible how could you it's like being in two places at once I mean it seems disjointed but in the same entire notion how can you focus on that why wouldn't you want to be so present within the day that everything that comes from what you've done will push you forward and we all know we're working for things it's not that I'm saying you shouldn't have any precedent of direction or some kind of end destination that's not the point at all i'm saying that if you're constantly always worried about things that will come or financial investments or whatever it is your schooling your family or just endeavors you're always going to be so hyper asphyxiated on things that'll never truly come if you don't get there so again i have no problem with you setting goals and destinations but i think a real big coming of age is realizing you're only a moment in your present and in doing so, if you very much dive into the things you love and you're so con just intoxicated, enthralled, just enamored with every single focus of what is within right now, there's no way you will fail. There's no way you won't get to where you want to go. I mean, it's just how it is. It literally is all it is. It's that simple motion of moving forward. And in doing so, you're going to have so much more of a state of calm because then you know you'll go where you need to. There's no problem of working overtime if you know what you're working for. There's no problem in driving longer or waiting longer if you know what's at the end of the line or at the end of that drive. 
there's no problem of going across the sea and enduring such a long flight if you know the destination once you're going to get there. And that's what I think is so beautiful is we all have that end destination in sight, yet we're still so hyper-fixated with it, we're forgetting to enjoy the moment right here, right now. And especially the people and the things we're around, and that's the beauty of it. And one of the most big coming-to-age things is knowing that you are a moment. You are present. And it's okay to not feel like you know what you're doing yet. This is another big part, too, of coming to age. Nobody knows what they're doing. Trust me when I say that. We're all figuring it out. There's no blueprints. There's no set line to follow. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. There's so many ways that you can do everything. And there's so many ways that you can complete it. And there's so many ways you can enjoy it. It's okay to not know where you are yet or where you're going to be or who you are. Trust me. I mean, I just turned into my 30s and I'm still learning where I'm going. And that's what's so fun about it is that in 40, in my 50s, wherever it is, however long, I mean, age really doesn't define you, but go ahead and keep thinking about it. The fact is, the more that this time I'm within, a core, I guess it accumulates, <laughs> it's so fun to me because that's where I've grown so much. And I've come to age and realizing all of this was just meant to be. I was never chasing fame. That's why I don't want it. I was never chasing the starlight or the stardom or Hollywood Boulevard or being an actor because I never wanted it. All I simply wanted to do was talk to you because I think you are more important than any of these other limelights, this fake monoscule of <laughs> popularity or celebrity. It means nothing in the grand scheme of everything. None of it has any value. All of it is just so momentary. It's just people who want to be seen but I've seen myself, so why would I need somebody else to see me? I know the value I have, so why would I devalue myself for another? I've found the prize within me, so why do I need to find the prize outside of me? You are everything, and you've always been. You're going to keep growing, so don't be afraid of the adventure and the journey. That's a big coming-to-age thing for yourself. You're going to see that this is meant to be, and your evolution is ever going. It's ever showing, and it's never going to stop. You should technically constantly grow and evolve and adapt and evolve in a sense where you're now outside of your own comfort zone and finding the things that make you uncomfortable to get comfortable with. It's just, you should never be the old dog that doesn't know new tricks. You should never be somebody who's content with the same type of food. You shouldn't be happy not doing the things you love. I'm going to go so far out of my comfort zone this year, and I'm so excited for it. I've been, and I'm going to continue to. You're going to hear me doing podcasts from all over the world. I have all the mobile things I need to go to these sites and to do a show for you. So why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I record in the middle of the woods? Why wouldn't I record in Yosemite? Why wouldn't I record in anywhere that's beautiful? Joshua Tree, going back to the Grand Canyon again and staying a few weekends there. I just, I'm so confused as to why I wouldn't do these things. And why wouldn't you? You're coming of age. Don't worry if you're scared of the world. If you're just getting out of high school, trust me. It seems scary once you're bowling and the side bumpers are down. And now you can gutter the ball. You can totally waste your turn. And you can finish a whole round with nothing hit. But guess what? You still gave it a shot. You still went bowling. And heck... You might end up hitting one. <laughs> you might end up getting a spare after two turns. Or better yet, you might get that strike. But I think the whole purpose of coming to age is 
Not to worry about the total at the end of the round, but just to worry about enjoying the throw, focusing on doing it better, trying to practice on finding your rhythm, and just enjoying it, watching others around you bowl as well, watching them get upset or happy, watching them celebrate for a turkey, while others are still using the rolling cage and their bumpers are up because they're nowhere near the way you are yet. They're still trying to get there. And that's what's so beautiful about it is everybody's bowling. And I love it because I'm just a bowler. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not good by any means, but I can throw a mean curveball down the lane. I can get a strike or two, but I'm not competitive with anybody. I simply am just enjoying the time. And I think that's a real big part of coming to age. I promise you nobody has this figured out. That's why they're still here. There's nobody out there that's doing it better than you just because they have more money, more accomplishments. They've just done it a little bit longer. Or perhaps figured out their calling a little bit quicker. But it doesn't mean you can't find yours. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be at the place you need to be at the end of the road. I mean, shoot. Again, I'm kind of just happy I got to bowl, right? And that's what's so wild is a big coming-of-age moment for myself was really having that ability to not get so consumed by other people's opinions and thoughts and being able to be truly understanding of yourself and to trust in the voice you have because you are from source. You come from the beginning. You're not filled with sin. You're born in sin. You're not filled with discontent. You've just been disconnected. You're not with all of this neglect or somebody who wants to do soulless activities. You're just looking for something that calls to your soul. And if you find it, why wouldn't you hold on to it? Why wouldn't you take it? Why wouldn't you run with it as fast as you can? That's a big coming to age thing is really finding the things that are yours, that are meant for you, that reflect you. I'm so happy with everything I've done. There's not a single regret in my life. Zero. Because if I was to name one, that means I'm not happy where I'm at right now, right here with you. And I think that would be a disservice to you because we're both here for a reason. It's how we're coming of age. It's not as simple as just maturing, maturing. Coming of age is not something that's defined by a single pivotal motion or notion of you having to do, because if that's the case, it would be so ground level. That would mean somebody who's 13, 14, who their parents die and they had to grow up so fast or so fast and thrown into like an orphanage or whatever it is, a foster house, finally adopted or never did, finally got out at 18, had to suffer, got into all this just low energy stuff, wrong people, wrong place, on the streets for a while, finally broke out of it mid-20s, started working this and that. It's just, so all of that made them come of age too quick. And then they didn't really have anywhere else to go but to save themselves. But wouldn't you say like all of those things were so pivotal, he had a multitude of ways of coming into his own age? Because think about it. We have multiple age within human history. The age of Adam and Eve. The age of quote-unquote dinosaurs. The age of, I mean... <laughs> Uh, what is it? Medieval times, the age of Romans, the age of Greeks, the age of Atlanteans, the age of, I mean, there's so many ages of men and man and women and humans and society and so many others that history will not tell you about. But just because there's so many coming of ages, age of empires, why do you think you only have one? It sounds so fun right now. And there's a big thing on social media I've seen where they call it the Roman Empire which is like your biggest thing that you hold so truly in your heart, it literally will collapse you because of how powerful it is, right? My biggest one, and I think my Roman Empire, is seeing the best in others 
They'll never see it in their life. I see so much within certain individuals. It's kind of scary. It's almost like seeing the light within a dark room and everybody sees pitch black. I've always had that about me and that was another big coming of age moment for me. Was the fact when I was in so many situations throughout all my life, everybody I was always around that I held close or I held with so much value or I had with appreciation or looked up to them or whatever it may be. They all had such a bright light inside of them and almost none of them ever captured it. And it really made me question why. And so I kept looking around and seeing what people were doing. And a lot of the ones who people truly love and respect, I know Jordan Peterson's a big one, Candace Owens, uh, there's so many of these big speakers that are traveling the world and helping people in their own way, in their own path, and with their own beliefs, right? But for some reason, people see them as like the only success stories. Yet, I've seen individuals who I know personally, who went on to be teachers or start their own family, went on to chase things that almost seem ground level to most people. So, to them, it's not a success? To them, it's they didn't shine as bright as they could? They didn't find their light? I don't think the whole point of the light is to be felt by everybody. We're not supposed to be the sun. That's why there's only one sun. I think we're supposed to be our own, kind of our own light. Our own way of growing the things around us. And especially feeding those who are close to us. Because if you think about it, the coming to age thing I was talking about here, when I was seeing so much light in everybody, it's almost like you have to find the best way to bring the best out of them. And in doing so, it's only going to help you because then ultimately the world will change from everybody helping everybody. It's the pushing it forward mantra, which I still love so much with my heart. When everybody helps everybody and constantly is trying to help one another and looking for somebody that they can do good towards, nobody will ever need something done because everybody has each other's back. A true utopia, a brotherhood of men. And I think that's one of the most prevalent things because we're so disconnected from that. We're so self-conscious now. We're so selfish here. I mean, it's almost disgusting how many people really don't give two shits about anybody outside of themselves. And I mean that when I say that. It's almost like we've been so disconnected from source, we don't realize we're all a part of one. And we all come from the same place. And it's sad. Because why would I hurt everybody if I know they're a part of me, right? Why would I look to neglect you or fight you if I know you f you're from the same place I am? Wherever may that be. So wouldn't a coming of age be seeing the good in everybody? Whether you choose to or not? I know what I choose. I choose to see what is. Just because somebody amazing comes into your life doesn't mean it's a loss if they leave. There's all purpose to it. Nothing is yours. I've talked about it with flowers before. I never want to pull a flower from the ground. That's where it lays perfectly and in its most beautiful state. And as soon as you pluck it, you're going to kill it. I don't want to kill nothing in life. I want to grow everything. I want to see the light that I see in you. So if that's truly prevalent and one of the best things in your life and a very big coming of age for myself, maybe one of your coming of ages was just trying to find out what you are and what you want to be and who you are. And sometimes that question and answer is so much simpler than I think you even allow yourself the chance to answer it. Because remember, we're so prevalently plugged into this society. This entire schematic, this formula, this matrix is programming you to do the same consistent thing. To grow up, get a job, plug into whatever is the news, the politics, the cycles, 
have a family, grow old, and die. It seems too simplistic for me. And also at the same time, it's kind of terrifying how they can join all of us into that same bracket. Why don't you want to grow yourself to a level unobtainable to most men and women? Why don't you want to find true freedom and live? And when somebody asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You just say, I want to be happy. Because when people define you with your profession or what you do, you're starting to lose yourself. And that was another coming of age moment for myself, was realizing I'm never going to be anything that I do. I'm going to always be the person that you want me to be. Because guess what? I know I need to be. I'm going to be the best thing I could ever be by simply endeavoring into the world that was given to me. I want to learn how to live. I want to learn how to control all of my emotions. And not let them use me, but I use them for things I enjoy and that I love. I want to be so connected with the world around me, the mere presence of me stepping outside is felt and appreciated. And I reciprocate it greatly. I want to be able to lay in a field of meadow, <laughs> a grassy plain, a beautiful mountain top, and just watch the world as it passes. Because it's so beautiful in the moment of being one with what is. I want to be able to be somebody who has no bias, no political agenda, no even purpose outside of just being present. And what I am, which is source itself and helping you along that adventure. That's what I think is such a beautiful coming of age, is realizing what you want to be in life and where you want to go. Don't chase the money. It will not lead to any happiness. Don't chase others. It will never lead you to a good path. Don't chase the constant feeling of validation. Because then you're going to be like everybody else I see on TV and television who never have enough. Don't be somebody who is so scared of tomorrow. Because guess what? It'll be here before you know it. I think a big coming of age moment is seeing how brief we are. And how beautiful it is to be that way. I think a coming of age moment is understanding that you are not your skin. Beauty is only skin deep. But the connection we have inside and the true, true conversation we have, that's the most beautiful thing of all, is getting lost in each other's words. Knowing what's meant that's not even said and what you're truly meaning behind every vibration of my vocal cord and feeling it in the very fibers of your being. It connects with you on such a level it seems unhumanly. It almost tickles your pickle in a sense of it's so unreal. It almost feels like you couldn't even describe it if somebody asked you to. And you don't need to. It's just for you. That's what such a coming of age moment was for me. Was seeing that I am what I am. I'm all that I will. And I'll never be anything less. You have the right path in front of you. All you have to do is just walk it. You've seen all of this before. You're just remembering what you're doing. We've talked a thousand times, but it feels again like the first. Our purpose is so divine, we think it's so watered down now. We walk around in whatever we think makes us look the best. Yet we've always looked our best by just shining. We always try to flex and show off in the fanciest cars or in the most highest of performances of vehicles, or whatever it is, right? The foreign, whatever. <laughs> but you never realize it's just getting you from A to B. And I know I'm still in that. I mean, I have this sports car that I never needed. Just wanted to get it because I always wanted to see what it was since I was a kid. Coming of age moment. 
realizing I'll be just as fine in a Prius, or even getting myself one of those RAV4s or whatever it is, those ones that can go off-roading and just take it on adventures, man. That's all I want. A big coming-of-age thing is realizing you're content with what you have and not searching for things that you think you need. When you have everything in front of you and you're too despicable to your own preservation of self and these like additives and preservatives that you think will make it feel longer and better but actually harm you because they were never needed, that's where you start to see the truth within being where you are and enjoying the things you have. I'm somebody who doesn't need much, really. I'm so simple. You give me area to where I can plant my food, grow some great harvests, have animals, love a family, truly connect with somebody in life and see myself in them and them in me. What more could a man ask for in this life? Because then that base level is set in stone. And then it gives me the ability to constantly do what I love, to talk with you, to expand my mind, to broaden my horizons, and to truly test the fabrications of what I see as real and what's limiting me. Because truly, in this life, unless you can let everything go, you will never win. If you're too confined to the things that are around you or that hold you, or to almost appease other people's expectations of you, you truly will never be able to soar or to fly. And that's a coming-of-age moment is knowing that you'll never make everybody happy. You're never going to be able to. It's not your place to. You're not supposed to make everybody happy and appease everybody and make everybody love you because then you're doing something wrong. When you truly endeavor into your path, your calling, who you are, and chase the things that call your soul, there's going to be a lot of people who don't like you. It's just this outcome of it because those who are lost or have basically become complacent or have believed in the society that was given to them and thought this was the right way, this was the right time. This was what I was told because everybody before me was doing it, so I followed. Of course they'll be upset. Wouldn't you be upset if you ever saw all these people flying around you and you couldn't even get off the ground? I think that would upset me too. I'd say, why am I different? Why am I not like that? Was I born to not fly? When in factuality, you just never saw the things holding you down, which was you. You just won't let go. And that's okay. Maybe that's where you're meant to stay. It's not for me to say. But I know the way. Olay. <laughs> it's kind of incredible, man. And I think another coming to age moment for you that will really help you is when you start connecting more with the things around you. That's a big coming of age because we're so asphyxiated when we're younger and especially as we're starting to adapt and grow a little bit more, right? We're so consumed with these theories that... We need so much to consume us. We got to go out. We got to go partying. Got to go on these vacations. We got to go to the newest store, the best food places. We got to find things to do. We got to do this, do that, do this, go into this place, newest car, better place. All of these things that are so superficial and unkind of purposeful, they're just possessional. And honestly, to fill boredom because <laughs> you don't know what you are yet. So you're finding ways to fill the time, lessening your value, desensitizing yourself to what is real and doing a lot of soulless activities and unfortunately i'm sorry to tell you so many things around you are sucking that from you your energy it's it's unseen and i'm sorry to say but you need to go back and listen to protect your energy everything around you wants it so be careful who you give it to 
And you know where's the best place to spend all your, ver uh, your energy? Where it will never be wasted? Right outside. With your shoes off, little hoochie daddy shorts if you're my, my boys. Maybe some short shorts and a sports bra if you're a lady. Bikini, whatever. Fully nude, if that's your jam. I mean, hey ladies, I won't judge. I'll appreciate. <laughs> I'll go nude sometimes too. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. That's the best part, is going back to source. Connecting with things that are alive. Coming alive. And it may sound crazy to say that you need less to have more, but I think you've always had it. The same you that can keep themselves improvised with pots and pans, or anything with your child that makes it so much fun, a simple bedsheet around your neck makes you fly across the room like a superhero, you've always had that inside of you. And just because you think you grew up does not mean you can still not come of age and getting it back. You can totally get it back. Nobody's stopping you. Nobody's neglecting you. Nobody's keeping it from you. You are the only one that stops you from being happy because your thoughts can find you. It's time to let him go. You know what you must do. You've always known. You know what calls to you. You know what the fabrics of your entire existence are. It's in your DNA. You have so many superpowers. You just don't believe in it. Why do you think I sun gaze when I stand outside? People think it's bad for my eyes. I think it heals them. Why do you think I stand outside so much and I, I'm grounding and I'm fasting and I'm eating and working out and consuming my mind with so many things that challenge it and thinking outside of the box, not consuming social media? Why do you think I do all this? To be different? Being different isn't fun. <laughs> That's not how you stand out and be cool. You're not trying to be a contrarian just so other people will see you. No. To go against the grain as much as I do is almost to be an outcast. Because you're going to lose so many people. They're going to just be left behind and it's okay. I'll always think of you. And I'll always love you. My path just took me a different way and that was my coming of age. Is realizing it's okay to outgrow certain people. Realizing it's okay to let go of the things that you no longer define with. Learning it's okay to tell those, I can't stay. I'm ready to move forward. To take a challenge. Take a leap of faith to find a new way, to start a new career, to just go and be you, truly. This whole thing where we say we're finding ourselves, you're always gonna find yourself, it's never going to end. Don't ever think it will because then you're limiting yourself. The moment you were born, the moment you pass on from here and born into next, you're always going to be learning and growing and shining and learning and adapting and evolving and just you're going to always look for yourself. But rather than constantly searching it through meaningless ventures with others, or just simply attuning with something that seems right for you at the time, it's okay to grow. It's okay to move. Don't be afraid. Leave your town home. Explore for a while. Go out and see the world. Go to a library and consume your day with books. Go on a hike and just be consumed by nature. Go to a new place and enjoy the sounds and the sights. There's so many times I'll go to a new city just to see what's going on. I have no need to be there, but I want to be a part of it for a moment. I think coming of age is finally accepting the purpose of just being here, right now, right in this moment. And I think that's a very important thing. It's one of the lost arts of our life now. It's just being happy and content. We don't have to outgrow 
the mindset of what we have, but evolve it. It's okay to see things differently as you grow and mature. It's all fine. Trust me. I know again, a few more cycles from now, I'm going to see things even in a higher and different light. But the thing I'll never lose is the yearning for things that matter the most. The things I'll never let go are the ones that call to my soul. And the things that I will always fight for are the things that fight for me. Because you need to match your energy. That's another coming of age moment here. This is for all of us. When you find the things that give you so much, you need to return it. What's yours is mine. What's mine now is yours. What you give me is returned tenfold. Because that's the right way to do it. Don't sit there and take from people and not expect it to be misguided. You can't be somebody that uses people. We need to outgrow that, okay? If you're leading people on still in this part of your life, you've really started to need to grow more and adapt and reflect. Be honest and open with everybody in your life. Really attune with the moment and everything you feel inside. Because if you don't, that's when you're really going to hurt the things that could help you grow. Coming of age is not letting anybody take from you that isn't allowed to. Not taking anybody's pain in, anger, aggression. Not taking on the wills and wishes of others or their dreams or compassions. That's theirs and theirs alone. You have your own as well. Follow it. And I wish you to find the best from it. You know how powerful it's going to be when you actually see somebody and see yourself? Oh, man. It gives me chills. It really is one of the most incredible things to think about. Do you know how powerful it is to know that there's somebody out there that's literally you? And you can take that any way you want. But your reflection is out there. And imagine if you were right in front of him, staring at yourself. And that's what's crazy is, it's not an ego thing. It's not anything that you can even fathom. It's one of the most holiest of things is to see you in another because that means another is you and you are them. How? Because that means you're not even you. Like really digest that. That is so powerful. It just, it warms my soul to know that it's obtainable if you allow it. And do you know how deep that love would be? How crazy passionate every moment would be? How enthralling it would be to challenge each other at every second because you know it'll only grow you. To, tra to just, ah, oh, I think it's, it's so beautiful, man. That's a love that nobody wants to wait for. That's a love most people will never fight for and they'll let it slip by because why should I do anything? I'm content. And you're not wrong. You will be fine. But is it truly you? Are you just settling for what everybody else is? Or are you going to come of age? Grow. Mature. <laughs> mature. And find what is yours. Your entire life, you're going to be growing. Your entire life, you're going to be molding yourself into something new. Think of yourself as clay. Whatever shapes you build, whatever pot, tea kettle, cup, plate, whatever you decide to be, you can always go back and reshape yourself. And it's okay to. You weren't given only one position to stay at. So don't let people tell you you need to. And that's what's wild too is, we think like so little 
of how powerful it is to grow. We think so little of the moment of us being able to come of age and to show ourselves what we really can be and become. And in all honesty, I think it's the most beautiful thing to be. Don't hate on anybody who's trying to grow. Allow them to. Water them. Give them sunlight. And just bask in them. Because just like those flowers, it's the most beautiful thing to be a part of. And to see them shine. So again, don't be afraid of this life. For it is yours to decide as you wish. Do not be hateful or spiteful to bad things that have happened before. They're gone. And they were all part of you. Don't be too discouraged or frightened or anxious to what's to come because it's all going to fall into place and you're going to see which way to go without even trying to race. So know that you are loved within every fiber and you're coming alive. You're coming of age. Keep growing because every age has a new place to go and a new chapter. And that's what's the best part about the book is getting ready for the next one. So if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love.